Welcome to Frankly Speaking. With Mayor B. I'm Frank Pezenek III. And I'm Meredith Broadbeck. And join us as we continue our series, The Hills Have Size, where we revisit the MTV not-so-real reality show, The Hills. Today we'll be discussing Season 4, Episode 13, It's Her Move. It's also the shortest show in the world all of a sudden. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, it was... Our past two episodes have been 18 minutes. Yeah. That's... There are YouTube videos longer than that. Well, I think that now we were really in the height, height, height of the popularity of the show and MTV, MTV was just cramming as many ads in as humanly possible. Yes, and it shows. So anything about the notes up top? Yeah, I just put Heidi Works question mark because all of a sudden they were showing flashbacks of like Heidi at Bolt House and Spencer <laughs> showing up in Vegas and getting her in trouble with her bosses and... We haven't seen Heidi work in a long time. No, and I actually liked that they opened it by saying, it had been a long time since Spencer embarrassed Heidi, and then they kind of took a beat and said, in front of her bosses. <laughs> it's like, no, he embarrasses her quite a bit, actually. And then, you know, Justin and Audrina. Yep. One step further. Woo. So exciting. We open the episode and we are at the castle. We are in Lauren's bedroom. She is picking out an outfit because she's going to a what? A rock show. <laughs> How exciting. She doesn't say who it is or where it is. She does. She's going to see Tokyo Police Club. Oh, that's what she said. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear her. Okay, never yeah. mind. I stand corrected. Lo is taking her to see Tokyo Police Club. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Lauren says that she needs Audrina to approve a cool outfit for her. This was also Lauren Conrad's paparazzi heyday, right? This one, she was hitting all the clubs all the time, wearing leather pants and heels and all. What? How did she not know how to dress cool? Well, but she doesn't know how to dress rock and roll cool like Audrina. One of my favorite outfits of all time is Lauren in leather pants. That She went through a phase. Maybe this is what kicked it off. Maybe. <laughs> so... <clears throat> And do we think that Low is code code for Kyle Howard? Yeah, or their friend Jilly, who's a DJ. She would be into bands. Maybe, but I feel like anything she's doing now, where I mean, honestly, if they were really going to see Tokyo Police Club because of Low, like the cameras would have been them filming it, MTV would have been promoting Tokyo Police Club. Like I feel like this is because Kyle probably wanted to go, and we should she... look that up. We should see if there's an old paparazzi shot of them like leaving a show. Yeah. Okay, I'm on it. Just because. <laughs> um, so then Audrina says, remember how I told you I was looking at places? And Lauren says, yeah, like she forgot already. And Audrina said, well, I'm moving out soon. And Lauren said, oh, wow, that happened fast. When are you moving out? Audrina says, this weekend. Which is insane. This also happened with Heidi and Spencer. I'm moving out today. Yeah. Like, no one does that. Well, and with Heidi and Spencer, at least that sort of made sense because there was tension, whatever. But Audrina bought this house. She's not even renting it. Like, that takes some time. You don't just buy a house and then move in four days later. Unless she got the price down because she did, you know, a... I don't... How short can a close be, though? A 30-day close is short, but I wonder if she did it even shorter... Uh, well, but no one has a four-day close. Yeah, I know. wonder if she bought that and was renovating it and it's finally move-in ready. Maybe. It's possible. 
That's my prediction. But either way, I mean, it's, it's nonsensical to think that she had a realtor, was looking at places, found a house, put it in an offer, closed, closed. and then was like, hey, Lauren, by the way, yeah. bought a house and yeah. it's done. Well, so then she also says, Lauren asks her about Justin. Audrina says, and I quote, and this is important for later, I haven't told Justin yet. But it will be like he lives there. Uh-huh. So just hang on to that. This go. This is a bit of a roundabout, I, obviously, because it's Justin. And again, Audrina. like, if she's allegedly dating this person... She also didn't tell him she bought a house. I mean, like, that's a big deal. Or before you closed on it, you didn't bring him to see it? Or say, hey, want to come check out this house I put an offer in on? Like... And not for nothing, and not to be a dick and elitist, because I can't be elitist because I just rent my apartment, but Audrina did not come from a lot of money. She's not like the rest of these people where she grew up super rich. So... It's a big deal. It's a huge deal to be buying her first house. See, I thought it was cute, though. Later when we see her and her sister, you could tell they thought it was a big deal. A thousand percent. But, like, you'd be telling everyone. It wouldn't be like, oh, I'm just going to secretly buy a million dollar home. Yeah. I know. Well, whatever. So it'll be like he lives there. Yep. And then we go to 14, which I'm guessing is a nightclub. How do you... What? I don't know what 14 is. Oh my God. I'm going to throw myself in traffic. Um, so 14 is a club that is in Miami and in LA and it's huge to this day. I don't know if the one in LA is still in existence, but the one in, um, Miami still is. Where is it? Um, it's in South Beach. No, the one in LA. Oh, no idea. Oh, okay. But they, both of them have the big bushes. I saw them. Yeah. Yeah. But like, but you, now that you've seen it, you'll notice it. Like the Kardashians, there's always pictures of people in front of those bushes. Oh, okay. Like Art Basil was there. Like it's a, it's a big thing. Like to this day, it's a big thing. Oh, got it. Okay. I just assumed that, you know, I don't do clubs. Well, but you do read us weekly and like, there are always pictures in front of those bushes. So I will say, because I was just in LA and all the names are fresh. I don't read about 14 a lot. I read about Hyde. I read about Catch LA because that's a thing. Craig's. They all have dinner at Craig's. And I read Craig's menu, by the way. It looks really gross. Um, and then there's just like the Real Housewives crap. So I don't... Well, to be fair, I associate it much more with Miami than LA. So and I may... don't watch the Kardashians. So it may not... Oh, I, I know. So but... sad. Um, I know, but we've been over this. That's what I'm saying. But it's comparable to like Live. L-I-V is yeah. the other big... Like they're, it's around this That country. I've heard of because yeah. they have one in Vegas, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, that so. I know. Okay. Anyway, though, it's, it's still a big deal, whatever, but... So we're at 14. Yeah. <laughs> and Heidi says to Kimberly, as they're standing out front, she said, I can't believe this. I feel like just yesterday, this was all construction. Yep. That's how development works, Heidi. It goes really fast, especially when you have millions and millions of dollars. I'll be saying that someday about the Whole Foods that's opening south of my house. <laughs> <laughs> so then you see Sam and Brent get out of a car. And is it a Phantom? Rolls Royce? Oh, I didn't notice, and I didn't see Brent. I only saw Sam. Okay, but I saw the. I thought the doors opened backwards. In oh, the, the back. suicide doors. Yeah. Oh, probably. And she, Heidi says, "Here come the kings," which is gross. Um, so then they're talking about this event that's happening tomorrow night, and Sam wants to make sure that everything's going to be great. That's all they ever say. We don't get any further details, and refers to Heidi as Mrs. Coordinator. She's coordinating all the things, you guys. Yep. <laughs> so then 
After Sam walks away, Heidi and Kimberly are walking around 14. It's actually a lovely space, too. Well, and Sam says that, like, Paul Oakenfold is supposed to go on at 11. And he's talking about, like, all of the stuff that's going to happen for the opening. Got it. So, Heidi and Kimberly are on the porch, which looks beautiful. And Heidi says, I think I'm going to invite Spencer. Kimberly noticeably is surprised and tells her, tomorrow? To the opening? Which was very reminiscent of Kiara in the studio last week with Audrina when she was like, Justin Abbey's here at the studio? Like, it was the same. Yes. Or reminiscent of, like, the first episode ever when Lauren and Heidi (laughs) crashed Lauren's teen Vogue party. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There you go. So then... I have big one in quotes. Did Kimberly say that? She did. She said, this is a big one. Yeah. Meaning, don't do this. (laughs) And then Heidi says, well, what's the harm? It's just Spencer and maybe his sister and maybe Audrina and Justin. Yep. Just starts tacking people on. Yep. Oh, man. And then we go to People's Revolution for the first time in a minute. And Lauren is wearing a headband. That makes her look like a matador. It almost looks like a fascinator. Like, it's even... Like, it's not just a headband. Like, there's no. some shit going down. And I don't know she why... She looks like the matador in Madonna's Take a Bow video. 100%. Yeah. And she also looks bloated. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that, but I did see her mustache. I mean, I literally was like, she looks fat. I mean, Lauren's never looked fat, and Lauren is not fat. And she didn't in the... I thought she looked bloated scene. in the final scene, too. But she looks like... Like, her face looks real bloated. Hmm. I remember her giving an interview around this time when she started dating Kyle Howard. She definitely said, now that I'm in a happy relationship, I'm a few pounds heavier. And she called it her boyfriend weight. But it was weird because it was face. Like, just face. I don't know. It was strange. I don't know. Well, can I still blame boyfriend weight then? Sure. (laughs) Great. Cool. She looks like a matador. (laughs) And Whitney is wearing a dress that has clothespins. Like a print of clothespins all over it. Yeah. And she says, I couldn't decide if it was nerdy or cute. And Lauren decides it's both, I think. Did which... you see the rainbow-colored sequined monstrosity that was behind both of them on the clothes rack? No. Oh, yeah. What like, was literally, it? it was, um, it looked like the bodice of a dress, like a strapless dress, and it was literally rainbow sequins. Like, oh. someone had, like, stuck a rainbow sequin <laughs> thing to the front of this dress. Yeah. I don't know what's going on over there at People's Re- Revolution these days, but it's not good. I, I don't know. That the, the choices are really all over the map. So Lauren announces to Whitney that Audrina is moving. And she's apparently sad about it, but it all seems fake and she's not sad about it. And then Whitney says, in with Justin and makes a stank face. Yep. That sounds about right. So then we go to Ivan Kane's Cafe Was. Correct. What? Huh? I don't know. Yeah. And the what and huh doesn't stop there because we're having a meal with Justin and Audrina. (laughs) And Audrina says she found a house. It's perfect. It's not too big. What a nice problem to have with your fat MTV paychecks. (laughs) All the houses were just too big for me. What? So then he says, I want to see it. And she says, I want to show it to you. Look, it's sexual innuendo. And Justin says, what are you thinking? I know you and I can tell you're thinking something. And Audrina segues and says, well, I don't want to live there alone. 
Which, fuck you, because when we were having the Ugh. I don't want to live with the girls episodes and episodes she ago. She couldn't wait to live alone. No, could not. Like, I'm not used to living with other people. I like living by myself. Like, what? fuck you. Also, it landed like a cannonball. Yeah. It did not go well for her from here. No. <laughs> and she says, would you want to move in, maybe? And she looks terrified. And he, what does he say? I think he's like, let's just like let it happen. Yeah, let it happen. That's what I have in my notes too. Okay. <laughs> that's not that's not a ringing endorsement. No. Mm-mm. The only thing that surprises me a little bit is you Justin Bobby seems a little moochy to me, so I could see him wanting to move in for like free rent. Yeah, but that living with a girl rent free, I feel like that's a blow to his ego that he can't stand. Yeah. He would like it financially, but I feel like it would it would damage his reputation with the homies, as Brody would call them. And it is, it's just so stupid. I mean, the whole thing. Like, that we all know Adriana is fine living by herself. She wants to live by herself. It's dumb. Yep. Yep. So then we go to Adriana's house. Did they tell us where it is? They did not. But those of you who were keeping up with this show and things at the time know it is the house that she was attacked by the bling ring in. Oh, yeah. I'll find it. Um, and she's with her sister, Casey. And I know Casey because I went on to watch Audrina's show and (laughs) I'm I'm ashamed, but not quite. Um, Casey's very sweet. She is married to a tattoo artist, which explains, you know, lots of her angst. She's been on the show before, but I don't think she's ever spoken. No, she's always in in the the background. background. Yeah. Um, and we do follow her on Instagram and she has two really cute kids. I think she got married very young and has been with the tattoo artist for a long time because Casey's not that much older than Audrina. Are the kids tattooed? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> they do skateboard. They're very Orange County. Oh, okay. But, you know, punk Orange County, yeah. obviously. Yeah. So. Like Lynn Curtin's children. Yeah. Well, they do porn now. They're not quite. Uh, like one of them's going to jail. Yeah. Yeah. Alexa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) side note. So Audrina is giving a tour of her house and it is very cute. She has a very like first time home buyer naivety about like how well it's going to go down. Sorry, I've had a rough week with that. So I'm going to call bullshit, but it's very cute. She wants a bench here and she wants candles here and there's so many stairs. It's going to be a good butt workout. You say that until you forget something upstairs and then you have to run up to go get it and you're cursing your house. She wants candles everywhere. She wants it really girly. I want it all romantic and flowing white and candles, candles, candles. She says the word candles like 15 times. So then she says it'll be nice to not have to be quiet. Yeah, I didn't get that. She, and wake, she lives in the fucking guest house. And wake the dog. What? Also... Isn't, didn't we know at this point that those girls didn't really live in that house? It was a production house? Yeah, I don't know. There was no dog to wake up. I know. So then she also says, because her sister is asking about Justin, Audrina says, it'll be nice to rekindle that flame. What? According to you, it's never gone out. I'm so confused. Frank's just shaking his head at me. He has nothing left to because say. Because there's nothing to say. Like, I know. It's fake and dumb and it doesn't make any sense. Like, it's so stupid. And she has... Uh, what? I, you can't rekindle something that was never there. Yeah. So then her sister looks at her and says, but you bought this house for Audrina, right? And not for Justin? Good point. But fake, fake, 
Yeah. Big, big. Yep. And Audrina does her weird, like, uncomfortable smile, like, maybe I did, maybe I didn't. Yeah. This is the same house we see her in with Ryan Cabrera later, though, right? Yeah. Because he was happy to mooch off her. Well, because when she, when the bling ring robbed her, that was after the hills, right? I think, because I feel like in season five with Kristen Cavallari, Audrina might have a different house by then. I don't remember, though. Really? Yeah. I thought she was in this one for a while. I could be wrong about this, but I know this was the house that was robbed. Yeah. Because of the stairs. But didn't they steal a few of his guitars also? Ryan Cabrera? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. We'll have to check. I'll check. I don't remember. I thought, but I also feel like by season five or six, when Kristen Cavallari is on, all of the houses were production houses and it was very obvious. Yeah. Like that mansion that Heidi and Spencer are living in at the time, that is not their house. No, not And then Kristen was living on the beach in Malibu. That was not her house. Yeah. So I think Audrina had a new house, but it was something else. Maybe. Well, maybe the new house was a production house. Yeah. And she was still actually living in this one. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll have to check. I don't think we're going to watch the show that far, but it'll be fun to investigate anyway. So then we go to the castle and Lauren and Lo are sitting in the kitchen and Lo actually says that she feels bad that Audrina's moving out. She said it didn't turn out the way they hoped that it would. Well, first she waxed poetic about Cleo the fish. Yeah. Cleo's a good pet. Yeah. Apparently Lo got a fish, you guys. Yeah. Also, their fish's name is Cleo and their dog's name is Chloe. Mix it up a little more. That's all I'm saying. Well, maybe they were ahead of their times. Maybe they were trying to have a Kardashian-like empire built on seas. They probably knew the Kardashians. Oh, they did. Yeah. Well, Spencer did. Yeah. Yeah. And Brody obviously did. Yeah. Anyway. So Lauren is actually hip to the fact that it was never Audrina's home. And she says that. So then they start talking about Justin Bobby and... Lo says, I don't think he'll ever forgive me for naming him that. And Lauren says her famous line, a man so great, he needed two names. And Lo asks Lauren if she's sad. And she basically says, not really. She's always going to be my friend. Which brings me to a recent article that I read. It was a collection of the best television feuds. It was on Bustle. Lauren and Audrina made the top 25. Really? Since production ended and Lauren left the show, they apparently have not spoken. No, Audrina has said that. Yeah. So, they were just friends for TV. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. Always gonna be my friend, A. Okay, then we go to Club 14. It is beautiful. It looks nice. And Heidi and Kimberly are walking around taking it all in. And this is where Heidi says, I thought this was going to be such a disaster. Really? In the previous scene, you thought it was so well taken care of that you said you were going to invite Spencer because you thought you wouldn't have anything to do. Well, and my issue with it is that when all of the guests show up, Stephanie and Justin Bobby are dressed like it's winter and everyone else is dressed like it's the height of summer. Yeah. It must be an LA thing. We've never figured that out. It happens all the time. I don't understand. Even last week when Andrina showed up or Justin showed up on the motorcycle, he was wearing a vest and long sleeves and she was wearing a tank top. Well, Justin, I will, I try to not usually count him because he always dresses in like yeah. long underwear. No and Andrina what. always wears a tank top. To yeah. So they're hard to gauge, but like Stephanie is wearing a jacket. The girls are wearing like next to nothing. Like, I don't know. It's confusing to me. 
I will say LA cools down at night. I mean, I have no idea what time of year this is because they always pull the wool over our eyes, but it cools down at night even in the summer. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, yeah. Well, maybe they have heat lamps at Club 14. I looked. I didn't see any. Oh. I was on the prowl. Good for you. So, Heidi is also celebrating the fact that the event is, quote, not a disaster, and she's taking shots of tequila. Uh, yes, she, and not only taking shots, but being a bitch to the waitress, being like, there's not a line, can you get me a line? Yeah, she's being a brat. Was she really drunk? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought, too. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So then, all the people that she invited show up, Spencer shows up, Adrena shows up with her sister, and with Justin, Stephanie shows up, and they're all toasting the fact that Audrina's moving out. And Spencer says, I can toast to that. Get out of that house. Like, Lauren is some evil dictator. Audrina doesn't even live there. It's so stupid. And then Spencer asks Justin, oh, are you guys moving in together? And Justin looks mortified, and I actually felt bad for him. Well, and rightfully so. Like, that's a dumb question to ask somebody. Yeah. And no, of course they're not. And they would have said if they were. Like, I bought a house, and Justin's moving in with me. Like... Yeah. Spencer's a dumb dumb. Yeah. So then Heidi is, she keeps saying she's so wasted. I'm so wasted. I'm so wasted. Can I get another tequila? And then her boss comes over. Well, and Spencer's shushing her. Like, shush, shush. And Kimberly. Kimberly's just staying there watching. Yeah. Which, that's what you gotta do. Yeah. It's not her job to police her. So then her boss comes over and says... Sam. Sam. Not Brent, but Sam. Yes. And says, are we still working tonight? And Heidi says, I don't know. Are you? Bum, bum, bum. It's not good. No. Sam is noticeably pissed. And, yeah, as he should be. And then Spencer offers him a shot. Ugh. And then Kimberly just, like, pulls Heidi off stage like it's a vaudeville play with, like, a hook around her waist. Well, because Sam (laughs) says, like, you girl, like, you guys need to leave these girls alone and let them do their jobs. They're working, like, the parties inside go over there. Yep. And, like, the girls, like, scamper off. Yeah. Heidi fucked up. Heidi did fuck up, but I was a little sad we didn't see more. I know. Like, it was a very short scene. I want her to, like, fall down. I, well, and I wanted to see more of the club, and I wanted to see, like, them, and I wanted to see Spencer getting in fights with randos. Like, I wanted to see some good stuff. Yeah, but have I, we seen that in a long... We haven't seen that. I know! That's so why I wanted to see it. Wow. Well, this was decent. for the, Compared to the last few boring episodes we've had, I'll take drunk Heidi. I'm fine with that. And she, for sure, was really drunk. Uh, acting... Uh, like, actors, when they you talk to them, they say that acting drunk is one of the hardest things you can do. Um, a lot of them will even like spin in a circle, like to make themselves dizzy before they have to do a scene when they're supposed to be drunk. There's no way Heidi was acting drunk. Like she was was slurring. And and her eyes were droopy. Yeah. And she probably doesn't eat anything. So she probably just had, she probably did those shots and then was a hot mess. I'm sure. Yeah. So then the next day we go to Fidham and Lauren looks straight out of Laguna Beach in this scene. She is wearing jeans and a horizontal striped crop well sh- strapless tunic with horizontal stripes and huge sunglasses they don't even look of the time actually they were very they looked more like 2003 2004 style sunglasses she looks very laguna beach so then stephanie brings up audrina moving out and lauren is surprised that stephanie knows did you catch that <laughs> Yeah. The well, timing was odd. She's surprised and she gets annoyed, but 
because she's acting like Stephanie is known for a long time. Yeah. And was in the loop before Lauren. But Stephanie says, she told us last night at 14, like, Adrena just told her the night before. Yeah. So, she, like, she still knew after Lauren. I don't get it. I don't understand why Lauren was getting so, Me like, either. bent out of shape about it. But then Stephanie does the same thing that she did when her and Heidi ran into Audrina. She talks it up like they're all going to be friends and leave Lauren out. Yes. And she says, you know, I think they're all cool now and Spencer and Justin are friends. That is not what occurred. No, not at all. And Justin doesn't like Spencer. Don't, don't no. lie. Mm-mm. He hates them. He went because he was contractually obligated to go. It's gross. So then we go to SBE. And Kimberly is in Brent's office, and he's asking Kimberly if she was drinking. And what's wrong with Brent's face? I used to think he was kind <laughs> of cute, and now he looks like a munchie chi. A what? A munchie chi. A munchie chi? You don't know what a munchie chi is? No. Um, they were those Cabbage Patch Kid offshoots. They were like the pets for the Cabbage Patch Kids. They had a song. Munchie chi, munchie chi. Oh, so soft and cuddly. Put your thumb in his mouth. It's really neat. Fun to wiggle our little feet. You don't remember that? I need to see a photo immediately. Okay, well, talk and I'll pull up my cheek. Okay. So, <laughs> I thought you made up a word. I didn't no. know what you were saying. No, it's a thing. So, he asks Kimberly if they were drinking last night, and she says no. And then he says, well, I just got off the phone with Sam, who called me and said that you and Heidi were wasted, and he was really pissed off. And Kimberly says, oh my god, No. Oh, I remember that. I didn't know that's what they were called. Yeah. Oh, he does look like one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you remember the song. Wow. <laughs> so then, for some reason, all Kimberly has to say is no, and Brent relieves her and says, send Heidi in here. Well, and it's really weird, too, and I will give Kimberly props, because she did not throw Heidi under the bus. No. I would have. I would have been like, Heidi was drinking. She said, as far as I know, no, which yeah. was a lie. She knew. She knew. Um, or did she say, I don't think so? Well, either one, she lied. Yeah. Um, well, and I think he has every... I mean, why wouldn't he believe Kimberly? She's never done anything wrong, ever. Well, and I guarantee that phone call from Sam was Heidi was wasted. There's yeah. no... Kimberly was not taking shots. She did not appear well, drunk. Well, Heidi was wasted and her boyfriend was there. Yeah, exactly. And Kimberly was just standing there. She was innocent. Yeah. Anyway. So then Kimberly goes to get Heidi and says, Brent wants to see you. I think it's about 14... Oh, no. Heidi says, is everything okay? Foreshadowing. And Kimberly says, I don't know. I think it's about 14. Yep. That's, that's fair. She doesn't throw Brent under the bus either. Nope. She, she sure cl- doesn't. She clued her in enough, but you're on your own now. So then Heidi goes in to talk to Brent, and he says he got the phone call from Sam and that she was visibly drunk and that her boyfriend was there and Sam was pissed off. And... He says to Heidi, I can't have you visit... Well, no, first he said, were you drinking? And she said, yeah, but, like, everything was taken care of, and, like, it was, the, you know, I thought everything was fine, and, like, the event was running smoothly, so I didn't think it was a big deal, and I thought it was fine to drink. Well, how... Like, your friends just arrived. Like, how was everything taking... Like, I could understand if it was, like, 1 in the morning, but I'm pretty sure it was, like, 10.30. Also, event planning and service, just because things are fine in these five minutes... Doesn't mean they can't go to hell in the next five minutes. Exactly. I mean, it's not the end of the night. That's why you don't drink when you work. Exactly. That's why everyone doesn't drink when they work. That's why that's frowned upon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So then 
He says, I can't have you visibly drunk and visibly intoxicated in front of my partner, which is totally fair. He says, and your boyfriend was there. And he says, if he's not good for your job, then he's not good for you or something like that. There's a big overarching like statement there, but it's a good one. Uh, I can't remember how he phrased it, but basically he said like, if he brings you down, he shouldn't be at your work. Yeah. something. It, like he, I don't remember how he phrased it, but basically that was it. Like if he's bringing you down when you're at work, he shouldn't be at work with you. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, it was good advice and it applied to many things in Heidi's life, to be honest. Correct. Not just work. <laughs> and he says, I'm firing you. I like that he also said, <laughs> damn it, I gave it away, but he said, get your bag. Like, not pack up your office because she doesn't have anything there. He basically says, just grab your fucking purse. Well, he said, get your bag and any of your stuff, but I, but it was her purse. Well, yeah, she just, walked out with just her purse. Yep. Like, no box of personal effects, nothing, just her purse. Yep. Now, why do we think this happened? Because nothing had happened to Heidi and Spencer in a while. No, no, but I mean, like, for Bold House. Like, it was a great promotion thing for them. They were getting tons of exposure. They were getting all of their clubs featured on the show. Like, why do you think it behooved them to fire her? I mean, she wasn't really working there. So, like, why do you think they agreed to be like, okay, we'll fire her, because, like, now they're not going to be able to get all their shit on camera. Yeah. I don't know. Doesn't she try to get her job back, though? I can't remember. I'm sure she does. Yeah. Or was that, am I confusing it with the first offense in Vegas? But I'm just surprised because obviously mm. their whole relationship with production and this show was we're going to get all our clubs featured on MTV for free. She does get her job back because that's when we see Landon from Southern Charm. Oh, you're right. So oh, this, is just, right. this is just Fake. another plot. Okay, just a plot point. So this was just a highlight to, to promote Club 14. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. I forgot about that. Yeah. So I think she waits. I know in a next episode or two, she complains that Spencer got her fired. She turns it around on Spencer, which is actually inaccurate, by the way. Yeah. And she says, well, I'm unemployed now and I have to go look for a job now. And that's like the next episode is her complaining. But then she does get her job back. You're there. right. I forgot about Landon. I think they demote her, though. They put her out in a cubicle like they did last time. Like she slowly moved from having her own office to like they move her to like the toilet. Yeah. Next time. Yeah. So she gets fired. All you have to do is get wasted in front of your boss's boss and insult him. And I guess that'll get you fired. That'll do it. Yeah. So then we go to the castle, to the pool house. Audrina is packing Grey Goose and boxes of toothpaste. Three. Yes. Crest. Yep. She likes Crest a whole lot. A whole lot. Yep. And Lauren stops by the pool house to help. And movers are already there. And Audrina hands her what looks like a cake stand with four or five white candles on top of the cake stand. four. And says, wrap that. And Lauren sets the whole thing in a box. Yep. That's not how you pack. Well, it's not how you pack. And also, obviously, this was super fake because we got outside shots of the movers moving. Yeah. Audrina and Lauren inside the guest house with nary a mover in sight. Like, I don't even think it was the same day. No. Yeah. So then Lauren goes on this big speech that is 100% bullshit and talks about how Audrina has been this loving and supportive friend to her. And she says, you know, when I've needed someone and when I've needed to talk and when I've been going through all these things with Heidi and, and Spencer, you've been there for me. 
And Audrina says, and you've been that person for me too. Nope. Nope. And then they say, but this isn't the end. It's to be continued. And that's it. Want to talk about Lauren's hair real quick? Those two really loose braids. Um, okay, I will tell you exactly what was going on with those two they really loose braids is that she has had extensions put in and mm-hmm. they're like the weft kind, which is like the, not the individuals, but like the... Oh, like on a string kind of? Yeah. And so um, they are... It, you, it's really hard to pull those back into a ponytail because they would like bend back. So when you want to get your hair like out of your face, putting them in those two... Could you just uh. see how thick those fucking braids were yeah it's because that of all the fake hair so oh. it was just, she was just getting it off her neck good for you see i knew there was something to that yeah if you pull it back in a tight ponytail like they will literally like bend back and like come oh is it more like wire it's not wire it's fabric so mm. it's um it's like a wet it's called a weft but it looks kind of like like a curtain yeah okay but the top i've is, seen them yeah so but like you can't you can't really pull them back so you have to kind of let them hang so uh, that explains the two because her, her her hair is not that thick yeah like her, her her braids would not have been that thick if that was all her hair fascinating yeah and she's also wearing a navy blue sort of sleeveless t-shirt dress but lo is wearing an adorable skirt and a navy blue tank top lo looks very cute lauren looks Stupid. Yeah, and again, we have another scene of um, Lauren looking forlornly at a moving truck as it careens down the street. Although this time they hired movers. 24-hour movers, actually, was the name of the company. Yeah, and Lo looks at Audrina and says, drive safely. Yeah. After all this time, that's all you have to say? I'll miss you. Hopefully we'll do drinks soon. No? Drive safely? Yep. What, across town? 20 minutes from here? To another hill near you? I don't know. I don't don't know. Okay. Okay. Um, well, that's the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> no scenes from the next again. But on the plus side, with Heidi getting fired, we're going to have a lot more Heidi and Spencer in the upcoming episodes while they fight about why she got fired. So that's something to look forward to. It's true. I yeah. agree. I love a good Heidi and Spencer fight. Me too. All right. Talk to you guys next week. <sighs> and that's our episode. And you can find the podcast on social media, Instagram and Twitter, at B. And if you have any comments or questions, you can email us at franklymareb at gmail.com. You can find me personally on Instagram and Twitter at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Hey It's Mare B. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We'd love it if you could go to iTunes and give us a star rating and review and please subscribe. Until next time. <laughs>